0: afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dowd of Saunders & Associates, and welcome to another episode of the Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. Joined, as always, by Steve Glick, our Senior VP of Advertising and Marketing, Dave Retiner, Director of Digital Marketing and Technology, and today we are joined by Mark Greenwald, our Southampton Village expert here in Southampton. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Steve, I want to start, as always, with the numbers. Let's take a look at the latest. Last week, the total number of sales were down slightly, and we kind of talked about what that may be said about the market. This week, though, Steve, we're seeing that the numbers are back up. So what's happening? Yes. Hey, good morning. And yes, Andrew, you are absolutely
1: right. Last week, we reported 42 properties going into contract, which was low when compared to the three-month average of 75 properties. This week, it was a big week as we all were paying close attention to the in-contract data. So, over the past week, there were 65 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. Compared to the same week last year, there were 23 listings that went into contract. So, certainly the market has come back from last week with no, no problems in sight. Uh, the quick breakdown of these 65 transactions are one between 10 and 20 million, two between 8 and 10 million, nine between 4 and 8 million. 14 between 2 and 4. And again, under 2 million, it's always a sweet spot with 39 properties going into contract. This week East Hampton was once again the most active hamlet with 18 listings going into contract. So today since we're in Southampton Village with the Southampton Village expert Mark Greenwald in the studio today, we're looking closely at the data for the Southampton Village market. Southampton Village has always been a, a very desirable area, mm. and as we look last year, 2019 compared to 2018, we noticed there was an increase of dollar volume of 21%. However, the sales transactions decreased by 15%. This data tells us there was less properties that have sold, but the ones that have sold were at higher prices, which is why we're seeing the median price last year increase by 19%. As we look back at the data over the past 10 years, the height of the market we're seeing was 2014, in which in Southampton Village the dollar volume exceeded 600 million. Now, as we move forward into 2020, the first half data showed the dollar volume already of 385 million, which certainly is projected to surpass the highest, the high point of the market of 2014. The increase in dollar volume compared to last year is already up 99% from the first half of 2019.
2: Well, some of the increase in dollar value Dollar volume, um, you know, comes from uh, Meadow Lane and Gin Lane, uh, where uh, Oceanfront Estates um, have been selling, uh, you know, consistently and rapidly. Ten fifty Meadow Lane sold in January for forty two million. We have nine eighty Meadow Lane that sold uh, within the past ten months for twenty nine point five million. And of course, we have uh, the Calvin Klein estate mm. uh, that recently um, traded at eighty-five million. And what's interesting about the Calvin Klein estate is that um, I was working as a broker uh, out here in, in Southampton Village when Calvin Klein bought what was regarded as a teardown for thirty million dollars in two thousand three. Yeah. Um, everybody thought at that time that was uh, overpaying uh, <laughs> for property. Uh, but it turns out that um, he, he right. built an estate um, and enjoyed it for 10 years and then uh, sold it for twice as much. So um, selling for $85 million uh, in hindsight looks like a great investment of his time and effort. Um, otherwise, we're, we're running into an inventory problem in Southampton Village right now with so many sales recently. Um, there is uh, just a more difficult time finding uh, finding the best properties.
0: Mark, I'm curious, uh, just for some perspective, you said that the listings that are coming on on say Gin Lane and Meadow Lane they're selling rapidly. So when a house is listed in maybe one of those areas, what's the time that it is typically sitting on the market versus wh- how how long it's taking to sell at this point?
2: Well, well, that, that's the thing. What I what I meant to say exactly was that properties that were sitting for a while um, that were uh, priced um, in the uh, thirty and forty million dollar range. Uh, in the past ten months, uh, most if not all of those, you know, have traded. Um, so what we're seeing right now on the ocean front um, is that, um, as as um, spectacular as this might sound, if you're looking for uh, a tear down, um, you might not be able to find a tear down uh, on Meadow Lane or Gin Lane. Uh, for less than $30 million. Wow. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, I, I realize in saying that that that's a spectacular number, but that is in fact, uh, you know, the situation right now. The newer homes, you know, for instance, uh, the, the Calvin home, Klein home that, that just traded um, at 85 million is, is, um, is being seen as, as a new benchmark. But you will see, if you drive down Meadow Lane, you'll see some spectacular 18,000 square foot estates uh, being built. Uh, which will also, you know, if they were ever to go on the market, and I'm not saying they will, because I believe they're being uh, built by end users, um, but they could sell in that um, uh, 80 million dollar range. Um, any anybody who's driving down Meadow Lane right now uh, will see some of the most amazing estates in the world. Absolutely, Angie.
1: I mean, um, Mark, you spoke about the market and the listings coming on the coming on in South Hander Village, and also going and selling at a rapid pace. In the past three months, there were 60 properties that came onto the market in Southampton Village. There were 70 properties that went to contract. This statistic illustrates the strength of the market, primarily in Southampton Village. I know at Saunders is here. Uh, we recently put 270 Ox Pasture Road located in the estate section of Southampton Village into contract with a last gas price of $9.95 million. Mark, you represented both the seller and buyer of this 2.7 acre property. Um, which was a premier property, and as I noted in the estate section, which is very desirable. Also, Mark, you have just listed um, a new property on Flying Point Road in Southampton Village. You got a new construction home with pool and tennis on 1.6 acres, um, complete with eight bedrooms, 10 bathrooms, with over 7,600 square feet. I believe the finishing touches are just about to be completed, and it looks like landscaping is going in this week. This property is listed at $7.995 million. Mark, what makes this property so unique?
2: Okay, so when we talk about Flying Point, first, you know, new construction is is um, the most desirable for for numerous reasons. Uh, the building materials have improved dramatically over the past five years. Uh, the uh, architectural style of construction um, has evolved uh, dramatically um, in the past few years, and this house at seventy one Flying Point, um, you know, represents the best. Uh, use of construction materials and architectural design currently available. Um, we also have um, tennis uh, on a little less than two acres in Southampton Village. Uh, there are a limited number of properties in Southampton Village who can accommodate, that can accommodate tennis, and, and this is one of them. So we priced it to sell at just under $8 million. There are plenty of comparable sales uh, for substantially more, um, but we do want to move this as quickly as possible.
0: So I wanna talk a little bit about why this is all happening. I mean, there's obviously been a, a huge push for people to come out to the Hamptons to not just make this a seasonal destination, but perhaps a year-round destination. Um, and for a lot of people, that means working from home, uh, buying out here and making that their home office. Mark, you have a similar situation that, that brought you out here. Uh, you, you wanted a better, I guess call it a work-life balance, right? That you moved from the city out to the Hamptons and, and obviously that's worked out pretty well for
2: you. Well, a- absolutely. What what um, I was doing uh, years ago uh, was working as a real estate uh, lawyer for, um, for two of the uh, bigger law firms in Manhattan, Schulte Roth and Fried Frank. And um, the pace of work um, was um, uh, just fantastic. You had very little time for yourself mm-hmm. um, and combined with urban living, where again, it's fast paced and hectic. Um, I needed a balance, um, so I purchased uh, my home uh, out here, and it evolved that I wanted to spend more and more time uh, in Southampton. But that, I think, is what what we're seeing now. Um, we're seeing uh, people at a certain stage in their careers who are able to work from home and finding it more enjoyable. They're finding that they, uh, without the commuting time. Um, can free up some time for themselves and still be productive. Many of my customers are working from home, and they are saying that they are just as productive, if not more productive, uh, than when they were working in the office. But uh, they're enjoying their lives more.
3: Hmm. So are, that, ha- are they happier? Are the people you're dealing with, are they happier?
2: They're absolutely happier, and they're, they're you know, in many cases, they're... Um, they're It's possible now to spend more time uh, with their children and with their families. So they're setting up home offices, Mm -hmm. but because of the technology that we have today between Zoom meetings, between uh, uh, being able to transmit uh, documents uh, via um, the Internet, being able to um, sign documents now, they're able to work from home. And um, they're they're absolutely happier. So I, I think this is this is a trend that will continue. We're seeing more companies do that, announcing that they're working
1: from home. We just read an article yesterday. We we're talking about Dave and Microsoft. Yeah, yeah right?
3: Microsoft. They're all every all the employees are going to permanently work from home. So it's just kind of interesting. Like, you were like a pioneer. For yeah, for that's good. It, like
0: that's the new normal.
3: Yeah, the new normal for them. But you were like a pioneer. You came up <laughs> with the uh, you came up with this whole idea years before. <laughs> but you're a visionary. I,
2: I think it was always a trend that 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 people. Uh, you know, my father was was a uh, you know uh, moved from from an urban area to uh, uh, to Long Island, Great Neck. It, I think it was always a trend to see if you could um, live outside of Manhattan and still either work in Manhattan or or continue to be productive without going into Manhattan. So yes, I. You know, I, I, I did this years ago, but um, I think this trend has, has always been uh, uh, something desirable to, to be able to live uh, where there's open space and nature um, and still be productive.
0: I don't think anybody would tell you that they don't want more hours in the day. You know what <laughs> I mean? And this, in, in so many ways, it effectively gives you just that. As soon as you take away the commute yes. into the city or wherever you're commuting to, I mean, that's that's a couple extra hours for you to do with it, whatever.
3: You, ma- you mentioned this inventory problem what, what's your advice to a buyer that's you know anxious to to make this move and to, and to live this lifestyle what's your advice to a buy buyer as, as they're facing uh, you know such serious uh, headwinds with you know their options in terms of um, the inventory out here
2: well, the, the, the customers that I'm working with, they're looking at two additional options, which they might not have looked at before. The initial preference was to buy a brand new house. Now you have the option um, to look at a house and perhaps renovate it. Um, Or in some cases, my customers are looking at houses um, as their land value and they're willing to knock them down as long as they're in a wonderful location and work with a builder to create, you know, their own brand new house. But those are the best, you know, two options right now. If the exact house that you're looking for is not available, then find something to renovate or find great land, you know, on which you can work with a builder and architect and build your dream house. Mm.
0: So do you see the Hamptons being more of like a, a suburb going forward as
2: opposed to just like uh, a summer getaway? Well, that, that's what I've been talking about with, with my customers, the idea that, that they can still um, maintain their offices in New York City, um, but work from here. So they're starting to refer to Southampton as perhaps the new suburb. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have to go in as many days during the week um, as they might have in the past. Um, so they may only go in two or three days, um, but it's, it's only 90 minutes away.
0: Right. Right. So, so you're out here, um, living in Southampton, Southampton's such a beautiful village, by the way. I mean, this is just a lot to do, particularly during the summer, um, but uh-huh. the fall is a great time of year too. And so I want to toss it over to Dave with what might be happening in Southampton
3: this week. Yep, I'm going to tell you what's happening in the Hamptons this weekend. But this week we're going to focus more on Southampton Village since of course we're recording today in the village. As always you can go to happeninginthehamptons.com sponsored by Saunders & Associates to check out what's happening in the Hamptons. You can also sign up for our newsletter by emailing happening at saunders.com and we'll subscribe you to our weekly email blast that will give you everything you need to know that's fun to do in the Hamptons. So as usual I'm going to give you my top three things to do this weekend so let's get started. My first pick is a lot of fun. You guys know the movie Ghostbusters, right? (laughs) The best. It's a great movie. I absolutely love that movie. Well, this weekend you can become a Ghostbuster yourself and do ghost hunting at Rogers Mansion in Southampton Village. Well, no way. Sounds like a good event for kids. Uh, You can join the crew of the Long Island Paranormal Investigators. I'm sure they're an interesting crew of guys. And explore the 1843 Rogers Mansion in Southampton and find out what it really takes to be a paranormal investigator. You will get to participate in paranormal experiments. I have no idea what that means. Test various paranormal theories and, of course, tell ghost stories. The event sounds hilarious and is taking place this Saturday from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. through October 24th. Every Saturday through October 24th. You can find out more at southamptonhistory.org. The second pick for Southampton Village is the Farmer's Market at Agawan Park. This place takes place on Sunday and starts at 9 a.m., and obviously this is all outdoors and it's a great opportunity to get local goodies, including honey from East End Apiaries, homemade soaps from the Hampton Soap Teak, and great cheeses from Meacock's Dairy, and a bunch of other great stuff. If you're waking up on Sunday and you're asking yourself what should we do today, This is a really nice thing to do, and it's a good way to support small businesses.
1: Yeah, I think there's something for everyone there. I was there with my kids. They were playing in the park. Then we bought some honey from there. Then there was some food with some pickles we picked up. and then some
3: Oh, the pickles, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of everything. It's definitely, you you can't go home empty-handed. The pickles are the best. Um, Okay, so my my final thing for Southampton Village, and this is the biggest one, is the outdoor dining in Southampton Village. Uh, The entire street is just so vibrant out here, and it's still not too cold. Uh, and the restaurants here are very much open and all summer they were thriving. And of course, social distancing. Uh, San Ambrose, uh, Mark, you mentioned Argento's Argento. Argento just opened and yep. it's doing very well. Yeah, they took over the Silver Space, uh, Les and Union Burger and Bar and many others. Uh, they're all open and they are absolutely wonderful. Uh, of course, every all the social distancing is in force, and it's just a great opportunity for a great night out, and we highly recommend the restaurants in Southampton Village. Yeah, I
1: think Southampton has one of the best restaurants
3: out of all the Hamptons. Nice you know, there's so
1: many options to choose from and, and such great food. And I think they do a great job of opening up the streets and allowing all this additional outdoor dining in Southampton Village. It really helps. Yep. Mark,
0: you're a Southampton
2: insider. What's your, your favorite thing to do here? Well, no, we just we love being outside and, and I take the kids and, and, you know, we stroll through town. We go to Lake Agawam where we run around and, and um, you know, it's basically just a, a great place to uh, enjoy the outdoors
0: especially during the fall, I
2: think. You can still go onto the shoreline. It's beautiful on the shoreline. Mm -hmm. You can go by Cooper's Beach or walk along any of the beaches. There are numerous beaches, and and, uh, they're beautiful this time of year.
3: Uh, Bike riding down Meadow Lane is just, it's like a whole magical experience. It's like (laughs) bike riding through a story storybook. It's amazing.
0: That's awesome, guys. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. Mark, great insight. Uh, Really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is brought to you by New York York Title, the leading Hamptons title insurance firm. And of course, now we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please subscribe and follow along each week. To see more on Mark's listings and all our listings, be sure to check out Saunders.com. I'm Andrew Dowd. Thanks so much for listening. That's what's happening in the Hamptons.
1: which is a year over year increase of 95%.